Welcome to the Creative Hold Podcast. Today's episode is about how to build a business that you love. The benefits of growing big or staying small. Our sponsor for today's episode is Kayla. If content is holding up your projects, Kayla can help. You simply send a request and sit back. Kayla sends automatic reminders to your clients and collaborators and it is super easy to invite your team. Visit getkayla.com slash ch to get your 30-day free trial. That is g-e-t-k-a-y-l-a dot com slash ch. Hi, and welcome again to the Creative Hold podcast. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Marlin. And today we have a very interesting topic for you guys. Um, Marlin, would you like to introduce it? Yeah. So today it's all about how to build a business that you love and thinking about if you're going to just go growing as fast as you can or if you should try to stay small. And this was actually a request from someone in the Facebook group. So if you have your own questions and you want us to cover them, please send that in. And I have an extra little announcement this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, uh, we are switching podcasting platform, mm-hmm. which means that actually you can send us little messages there. So if you're part of the Facebook group or if you just want to send us a message, you can go to our podcasting page. You can find the link in the show notes and uh, send us a message. Great. So back again to <laughs> how do you build a business that you love? Yeah. Uh, why do you think? that is such an interesting topic because I think everyone who's growing their business or just starting a business is thinking about the way that they should scale. I think um, the reason why I think a lot of people talk about how they should scale um, is because as they scale and as they grow and as business becomes a larger part of their life, they need to we need to make sure that what we are doing and that's taking consuming so much of our time is something that's worth having right, our time right. consumed for yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense so like you're kind of justifying all the time that you're putting in yeah yeah i mean i also think that there's something just like inherently exciting mm-hmm. about growing big mm-hmm. like having a big office and you know it's kind of what you see in the movies yeah. like you feel like it's such a tangible measure of success somehow yeah absolutely even though it's totally not true absolutely yeah yeah. but it is something that is very glamorous and we uh, you know we would like to and not that it's bad but we do see it as sort of a a very stylized version of what success is like yeah very true so i think there's like a lot of kind of like societal pressure or when you go to those networking events Mm -hmm. and people are like oh how's it going you know you want to say great we just hired three people and we're in a new office you know that sounds exciting yeah or like we signed some new clients and i think that kind of like leads us on to another thing that's quite important for us to define i think Mm -hmm. before we keep going yeah which is like, what is big? Mm-hmm. I think that is different for different people. Mm-hmm. I think, for me, big becomes to where the people or the person that started the business yeah. no longer have control over every single aspect of their business mm-hmm. to where they have to deal that uh, deal growth out to the people 
that come on later. I think that's a for mm. me a good, a good. So let's let's unpack that because that's yeah. really interesting. I really like the word control yeah. that you used because I think that's a word that you know everyone feels like oh this is my baby, this is my business. Mm. I want to control all of it. Yeah. But actually, like I think what you were getting at, and like correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but is that if you have an overview and a kind of managerial role, perhaps, yeah. then that is not, you're not controlling everything. Mm-hmm. You're overseeing and letting other people take initiative yeah. and like responsibility for things. Yeah. And then beyond that also that you deal out your managerial roles mm. further, right? right? I think, right, you, know, right. you know, where you're not the only one making big picture decisions anymore mm. right that is even bigger than you know okay so what about someone who uh, has a great reputation mm-hmm. who gets all of their dream projects yeah makes lots of money but is only a single person mm-hmm. could that not be a big company hmm i think it is a, i guess we have to define big again yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. a because a because ultimately do we talk about fame and 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 work who mm-hmm. they work for do we talk about numbers of people and mm-hmm. do we and i think again this is a personal definition mm-hmm. for someone um and i think it it has to be different for everyone otherwise yeah, yeah. i think because this episode is all about building a business that you love mm-hmm. you have to realize that there are so many different ways that can mean big or successful because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people kind of see big as equaling successful yeah so if you want to think about like i want my company to be more than what it is in some way mm-hmm. it could be more employees it could be only you but collaborating with people yeah taking on bigger projects mm-hmm. taking on a type of client that you really want to work with mm-hmm. so like maybe they're not bigger but maybe they're amazing yeah. to work with um Cool. So I think like knowing that, okay, this is super interesting because like, I think it's a tug of war in all of our hearts sometimes. Like, do I want to build a lifestyle business where I have a great life and make enough money? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to build a giant agency Yeah. that like has all of the hustling and bustling around yeah. it? Uh, and yeah, you can have success in different ways. So if you would try to big build a bigger company, mm-hmm. What kind of do you think are the like positives of that? I think the workload that you can take on mm-hmm. is definitely increased um, by just by just a sheer size thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's say a, a a a project needs a five minute animation, a website, a branding course, and the uh, sorry, a brand identity and um like three years of marketing Mm. Uh, and the first few bits need to be done in six weeks you know right a single person cannot do that no right and then i think you're also touching upon something super interesting which is like the different forms of expertise yeah like it's hard to be a jack of all trades yeah and or an expert of all trades is probably that that's true we can we can understand basic animation Mm. website Mm -hmm. i think but to be to put out work mm-hmm. for at the level of uh, uh, a high quality level. Usually like the quality that's in your head. Yeah, right? yeah, like exactly. The put, taste that you have. Yeah, to right. put out the quality of work that your taste level is up to. Yeah. It's hard to do that alone yeah. if you have lots of different um, lots of different fields that you yeah. have to try to do. Yeah, so that's cool. So you can take on more work. You can do lots of different skills. I think something that is like 
something really interesting is that you have this kind of personal fulfillment opportunity. Yeah. Because if you are working as a solopreneur or, you know, if you're working with like us in the studio, that's two people. Mm -hmm. uh, in the beginning, you know, it was very much us doing marketing, us doing this, us doing everything. Right. Yeah. And it, you don't really have any time for anything else. Yeah. And I think if you're growing bigger and let's say you're getting publicity and you're getting to pick and choose what brands you want to work with, mm -hmm. there's an opportunity to maybe like pursue speaking mm -hmm. or like doing workshops or you kind of already have that brand recognition mm -hmm. to where you can pursue new tangents mm -hmm. that you're excited about personally. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a good example of this is Stefan Sagmeister, who, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as he grew his agency and as he took on people with, you know, commercial expertise, he was able to do more like art. Uh, do do his personal projects, yeah, yeah personal yeah. projects and all that. That's very true. Yeah, you can even be like pursuing a new business yeah. on the side or yeah. like pursuing a passion project. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I really like actually. Um, if you listen to the Luis Fili episode, yeah. like I think it was episode two or yeah, something, something, like a really early one, um, she does such cool things about passion projects. So yeah, I think it opens you up to being able to even have the brain power space, mm -hmm. like the, <laughs> the space to just have other people work in your business so you can think a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, what about negatives about having so a bigger business? So I think business? negatives of having a bigger business is that you end up not doing the jobs that you loved in the beginning. Right, so, right, right. So, you know, uh, managing people and um, basically once you are a bigger business and you're on top of that business or at least um, sort of the running that business, your roles become less creative mm -hmm. and a mm, sales position, a client management, mm. a client relations and the sort of face of the company position right, and less, right. you know, pen to paper, mm -hmm. um, that type of thing. And if that's what you love doing, mm -hmm. uh, growing your business bigger and bigger, you will end up doing less than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess in theory, you could hire someone to do more of the managerial stuff and mm -hmm. you can stay creative. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's what most people do. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think for the often for the success of the business, mm, uh, of a big business, the the clients would like to talk to someone that is high up within the business. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what they expect. And so ultimately, you know, people want to speak to the CEO or the CMO or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think it also, so, I mean, I think that's very true. And I think it also comes with a much bigger pressure. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, that, oh, you get all these bigger projects and you get to take that on. Mm -hmm. But then if, Absolutely. You, if you have people on you know, your, that you have to pay salary to, yeah. then you also have to get projects yeah. that are bigger constantly. Yeah. I think there's also another thing, which, I mean, I love project management mm -hmm. and like organization, and I probably <laughs> try like two or three new tools every week. Yeah. So for me, that aspect of things is kind of exciting mm -hmm. about growing bigger. But I do think that like project management and just organizing everyone's time. And there's another thing, which is, the like dealing with the personality in the like kind of human resources portion of things yeah like what if you have if you have a company that everyone's the same yeah it's probably not great for your company yeah because there's no you know 
there's no variety of opinion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to like move forward that way. Yeah, there's but no I, way to grow. No, yeah. no. And but if you at the opposite end of that, if you have lots of people with different opinions, you're going to need to mediate. Yeah. A little bit. So you have to kind of take that on as a role. So it's both higher risk in terms of like you have to pay salaries, you have to get more customers, you have to organize everyone, you have to make sure everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, so I think those are things to consider. Although one pro that we didn't mention, yeah. which I think is really important, is it can be really exciting to work with a team. Yeah, absolutely. It can be frustrating being in your own head mm-hmm. all the time yeah. and not having someone to bounce something off of. Mm-hmm. And let's say every single designer is a better designer than you that you yeah. hire, which hopefully is the goal, is to mm-hmm. hire people who are better than you. You know, th- you know that would be... It. For me, at least, that's the ideal is to hire designers later down the line who are way better than me, who can make the products, you know, X times uh, greater is, yeah, finally, you have someone to bounce ideas off Mm -hmm. of to grow these ideas even better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like we were mentioning before, like, if you have different expertise, instead of like waiting and thinking, oh, how should I solve this? I'm going to Google this. What if this client wants this? And I'm teaming up with someone else. You have someone like right next to you. Yeah. Or at least like maybe in Slack, if you're a virtual team. Yeah. Who can just answer your question right away. Yeah. I find that so helpful with like development, for example. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just being able to, uh, just being able to like ask right away and get an answer. That's so helpful. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, okay. There's lots of pros. There's lots of cons. Mm-hmm. So, of being really big. Yeah. Of being really big. Yeah. I mean, really big can also be. You know, again, this is subjective, very subjective, like maybe really big is having five people yeah. on your team, maybe really big is having 50. Yeah. But I think the things are the same pros and cons, but they scale yeah. differently. Absolutely. Um, so for the people who are listening, what do you think, like, should, what are things to consider if they should decide to either try to grow big or to stay small? Hmm. I think so. I don't. I don't think um, you you have to decide in the immediate, right? Mm-hmm. You can decide to grow bigger, and I think it's when you're you have the ability to you know grow bigger in terms of your staff, and you have a sort of a cash flow revenue, but your but then you can start to hire out things that do not need your input anymore. Right. And I think this is something like you were mentioning this word when you're ready. Yeah. I think that's something that... How to know how to know when you're ready. How to know when you're ready, but also it's, you're never going to feel ready. Yeah. So I think you have to also plan to grow. Yeah. So maybe you have to just start looking at like, okay, how can I hire like a virtual assistant yeah. or someone who does a little bit of marketing yeah. or like someone who does some of the retainer work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like try to think of those little pockets of time that take up lots of your time, but don't need your expertise. And then try to, yeah, maybe start small that way. Mm -hmm. But I think what you have to consider is, do you have a very specific goal that requires you growing bigger? Yeah. And that can be like any goal. That can be also sort of a more um, societal goal or political goal or Mm. environmental goal, you know, where... A, a, a bigger team is needed to, you know. Yeah, I think that's what we feel because, yeah. uh, you know, we were two people right now who work full time in the business. And then we have lots of lovely collaborators for things like mm-hmm. copywriting and website building yeah. and animation. And 
I think what what we want to do is our niche is to work with companies that have some sort of sustainable goal, some sort of ethical, environmental Mm -hmm. or social impact. And so I think we're just like really excited about helping more of that type of business. Yeah. And so if we have a slightly bigger team, then that's something that we're able to do to a greater extent. Exactly. We can help bigger organizations who are doing bigger work. yeah. Yeah. But maybe, you know, if you think about it, what is the reason that I'm trying to grow bigger. Yeah. Because maybe, you know, maybe it feels like I want to look successful. I want to, you know, somehow have that optic. Yeah. Or maybe you think that you don't look trustworthy as a business if mm-hmm. you're a solo person. Yeah. That's something that I've had people say to me that, you know, uh, oh, my business, I don't feel comfortable promoting it because it's only me. Mm-hmm. But that's such a... Like you have to ask yourself why so many times that you get to the root of the yeah. the reasoning, right? Yeah. I think also uh, if that requires you to hire it out or yeah. if that requires you to um, grow bigger, you know, if the, if the goal for you is to work uh, on projects that are always in need of a tender, mm-hmm. right? For yeah. example, yeah. you know. That uh, but those types of projects are you know government contracts or mm-hmm. you know um, big organizations that get government funding like the UN. Then, then ultimately your goal has to be that um, you grow big. And I think that was our first goal, right? Is to mm-hmm. like work with organizations like the UN. Um, but then we found that you know tendering is such a a long frustrating a, process. A frustrating <laughs> process that some companies have teams just to tender yeah so that you kind of have to be a bigger company for that yeah so so understand where your ultimate goals are yeah in terms of uh, the work that you create you know and then and then see if you can scaffold down and see what does that require me to have a big team and then yeah or medium-sized team and then see if that's the type of work you want to be doing mm-hmm. yeah and i think ultimately it's totally fine like if your goal is I just think it sounds really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you want to have, you know, the the sky high office um, with the, you know, Banksy Big murals, men, except yes, more fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with the Banksy murals, and you know, and that sounds ex- working with the big brands always. That's exciting, and yeah. you know, that should that is a totally valid goal to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think like to kind of summarize the points that we've been making in general, like mm-hmm. before we wrap up, I think growing can be such an exciting thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great motivator, mm-hmm. but just pick a type of growth mm-hmm. that fits you. Yeah. So like maybe it's growing your efficiency so you have more time to go uh, travel. Yeah. Or maybe it's growing your team because you have projects that you want to take on that need a bigger team. Yeah. So just find something that works for you and that you feel is kind of designing the life that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, make sure that you create a business that you love and you're not creating something because of optics. And if and if what you love is the is the you know the optics, mm-hmm. but also like the idea of working in uh, and if that makes you happy happy to work in an optically uh, for your own sake in an optically Successful. You know, successful business then that's a fair reason as well sure but it should come from yourself not from outside exactly i think that's yeah. one of the biggest takeaways yeah. is what is it yeah you want yeah 
Cool. Well, thank you so much for listening. And yeah, remember, if you want to leave any comments or if you want to ask something, you can go to the show notes and click there to get to messages. Yes. And also message us through the uh, Facebook group or the uh, website and through our email. And um, yeah, uh, hopefully see you again in two weeks and um, have a great day. Yeah. See you in two weeks. If you liked the tips we gave you today, then you can find more content like this on our blog, creative-hold.com. There you can find all sorts of articles, as well as interviews with many different creatives. So that's creative-hold.com. Be sure to also check out our Facebook group under the same name, Creative Hold. There you can find all sorts of interaction between many different amazing creatives. 